show's starting. The show's starting. This is my friend, Scott. He wants to be an architect. Hello and welcome to episode two of Minutia, a podcast about living by design. I'm Scott Moses, an architect in Salt Lake City, and I'm really excited to be talking with our first guest on the show, Mrs. Juliette DeVore. Juliette and her family actually live in Oahu, so thank you so much, Juliette, for taking the time to be on the phone and tell the story about this house that you built with your husband. It's one of the coolest houses I've ever seen, and I'm not just saying that. It's this amazing property, 29 acres, up in Provo Canyon, private land. You can't see any of your neighbors. You can't hear anything else when you're up on the property. It's just this property and this amazing 22,000 square foot house. When I first heard that number, I almost didn't believe it. (laughs) I didn't know what to think. Like, how do you fill 22,000 square feet with just a single family home? It's really hard to wrap your head around until you see a picture of this house. So if you haven't seen this house yet, please Google it. It's just Google the Hobbit house in Utah. You'll find it. It's by Magleby Homes. Um, The architect was Michael Upwall, interior designed by Roxbury Studios, built by Magleby Homes. This house is incredible, and I wish that I could buy it. Um, Usually, I don't really like big homes. A lot of homes... Uh, seem like they're competing with their neighbors or, you know, competing for attention or competing for awards. And even as an architect, I don't really like the idea of competing for attention or competing for recognition. I just like to build quality homes and quality buildings. Uh, That's more my style. That's just my personal preference. Um, So when I heard 22,000 square feet, I didn't really know what to think but I didn't want to judge it too soon without actually being there. So um, the divorce sold the home to a second owner and moved to Oahu. And the second owner hired the firm that I was working for at the time to come in and do an interior redesign. So we got to go all through the house, every single room. We probably spent six or seven months or more uh, going through the house and measuring things and creating a custom design for the new owner. But the reason I fell in love with this house wasn't the size. It wasn't the price tag. I do love the location. And I think that without this location, the house wouldn't really work. If you set it inside a, you know, somewhere in the Utah Valley where it's just flat, um, or in a typical neighborhood, it does need to be tucked away on its own private property to really work. So I think it's really appropriate that they did something really fun and crazy on this private land um, because simply because you can and it wouldn't work anywhere else but the reason I really love this home is it's really thoughtful it's really playful and the divorce are a young family they have three young kids and they're my age they're in their mid-30s and you can tell that they didn't just you know accept a design by the architect and call it good they really had a lot of fun um, making sure that you discover the rooms. There's not really a straight hallway except for the sky bridge that connects the master suite to the main house. That's pretty much the only straight line that I could find in this house. All the hallways kind of curve around. There's a lot of circular openings. Uh, There's a circular drive when you get up to the house. I just always felt like I was exploring when I was in the house. There's all these curved hallways that made you feel like you had to go to the end and see what was down there. And all of that was intentional, which I loved. It wasn't an accident. Um, They weren't just drawing a bunch of curves for fun or to make it look cool. Uh, They really wanted people to come and stay and have a lot of family over, have parties, um, have people stay with them and really feel like they had a place to explore, even though they were just in one house. It was a really interesting idea. So um, the 22,000 square foot thing doesn't bother me at all because this house has so many things in it for people to enjoy um, that it would it would even make a great hotel. But let me read a quick description of the home and then we'll get to the phone call. So there's six bedrooms, seven bathrooms, a home gym, a sauna, a steam room, a home theater, a half basketball court. It's actually NCAA standard size 
half basketball court indoors next to a three-story, I believe, rock climbing wall. Um, totally awesome wing of the house. It's basketball and rock climbing. I would live in there. Um, outside there's a 60 foot swimming pool. There's hidden rooms somewhere in the house. Not going to say where there's a mosaic tiled pizza oven in the kitchen. That's totally, totally cool. Really sculptural, really pretty. Um, and then outside there's, like I said, there's a man-made Creek. There's, um, little waterfalls, the landscaping is beautiful, and everything about the design inside and out just seemed really intentional, and I really appreciate that. Um, so whether your home is huge like this one or small, uh, you could have a studio apartment and just make it really well designed, and that's what I think is most important if it's designed around people, around what's important to you and how you're going to use the space. I think that is what makes a space successful. So once again, thank you to Juliet for being on this call with me. Uh, Garrett, thank you for letting me borrow Juliet and hear this story and enjoy. Hello. Hi, is this Juliet? Hi, yes, this is she. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Hi. Good, thank you. So it's just me today. It's not Garrett. Okay. Well, thanks for being on the show today. It's kind of weird that I've been all through your house, but I've never met you guys. So yeah. I thought maybe <laughs> I, could, I could talk all day about the house. It's awesome. But I wanted to get to know you guys and a little about your story, um, maybe how you guys met, and then we can get into the house later. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So actually Garrett and I met, um, way back in 2004, we were both at a BYU basketball game and it was just totally random. I was there with my roommate and he was there with his roommate. And, um, I, saw him he was sitting in the row behind me but a few seats over and I after I saw him I turned to my roommate and I was like uh I just saw the most handsome man I've ever seen (laughs) I mean it was just totally you know I was 19 at the time so just you know free and having fun and you know just saw this cute guy at a basketball game and um you know, throughout the game, we would kind of look at each other and I thought, oh yeah, you know, he'll come talk to me, you know, (laughs) just totally arrogant. And the game ended and he just left. He left with all his friends. (laughs) And I was kind of just sitting there like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he never, you know, came up and said hi. So um, anyway, my roommates and I ended up leaving and we were walking through the parking lot and I saw him standing by a car and it was just a, a quick thing. I just ran up to him and I tapped him on the shoulder. He turned around and I said, um, just so you know, I think you're really good looking. Oh and then God. I ran away. You. <laughs> I know. You know what? I've never done anything like that in my life. I just, it was just this bizarre situation. And, um, you know, he asked for my number and I was like, no, I'm not giving you my number. You know, (laughs) you just walked out of the game without talking to me. Um, So anyway, my, my roommate ended up giving him my number and we hung out that night and then you know I didn't see him for a few weeks it was just weird anyway we ended up dating and then after a year we got married that's awesome so yeah (laughs) yeah just really a really weird story but that's what happened (laughs) that's really funny (laughs) yeah my wife actually made the first move on me too so I always like those stories 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. You know what? I wish girls. I you know I wish that happened a lot more. You know, like just go out and do it. Just go be bold, be brave. You never know what could happen. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And guys like yeah. it too. It's it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. And you know what? It's <laughs> it's, it's really exciting actually for anyone. So yeah. So it's just like either you or him. Just go ahead. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so none of this would have ever happened if you didn't do that. We could say that. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always think about that. Like, what if, what if I just let him, you know, get in that car and, and leave? I would have never seen him again. Yeah. So. That's what happened yeah. with me. I didn't, I didn't even know that, well, my wife now, I didn't even know that she wanted to talk to me at this party and uh-huh. like I was playing a concert with my band and she came to see it oh, with cool. her brother and I thought that they were together and so I, was, I didn't even <laughs> want to talk to her because I thought she had this boyfriend and had no yeah. idea, but she ended up calling me a couple of days later. So you never oh know. Oh my gosh. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so cool. I love that. <laughs> so I love it when somebody takes a chance, <laughs> just does something out of the blue. You know, and... Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. That's oh, really that's cool. That's so great. Yeah. So did you guys get <laughs> married awesome. in Utah? Yeah, we did. We got married in Utah. Um, his family, so we're actually both from California. Oh, okay. I'm from an itty-bitty town called Paula Pines. It's up by South Lake Tahoe. And his family is from the Bay Area, so they're more by San Francisco. Okay. But his family moved to Orem when he was about 16 years old. So he had been there for a while, and then I moved out to Utah for college. Okay. So, and we were both living in Silvo and with roommates and just having fun. And so, yeah, that's where we met and then got married in Utah because by this time he had already started his company that he founded and, you know, it was up and running and it was it was pretty much based in Utah, so that's where we ended up staying. We got married there, and we stayed there for, for a long time. Nice. Did you guys yeah. talk about wanting to stay in Utah or get outside of Utah? Okay, so this is this kind of ties in with the how we ended up building that house. Okay. So we, um, we... Okay, our first year of marriage, actually, we lived on Oahu. We came, and I went to BYU-Hawaii, and my husband's company is all on the internet, so he can really work anywhere. Yeah. That's smart. He was just, I know, it was, and you know what, it was at a time when, I mean, it was back when things were still kind of like new and the internet was just kind of blowing up. And so, um, yeah, he started his company just right away on the internet, which was pretty, you know, it, it was just a new thing, you know, not everybody was doing that. So he really got in there at the perfect time. But, um, yeah, so our first year was spent on Oahu and then, you know, um, his business started growing and he needed more employees. So we really needed to go back to Utah. And when we went back to Utah, we decided to build a house. So we actually built with Ivory Homes. Are you familiar with Ivory Homes? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, they're all over Utah. Yeah. They're all over the place. Yeah. You can find Ivory Home communities everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. They're one of the so big we ones. Ended up build- they are, yeah. Um, and we, I was only 20 years old at the time when we built our ivory home. And it was a totally different experience from building a custom home. Because, you know, ivory homes, it's where you just have, it's kind of like, here's six different house plans. You can pick from any of these house plans. And then... You know, and then they had a big design center where you just pick from this little tiny selection. (laughs) Right, right. So it was, yeah, um, and we did that. And so, and it was actually really nice. 
you know, it was great for us. We were just so young. Um, really didn't know what we were doing. I think we went to the design center like two times. And That's <laughs> it. Wow. Yes, I know. <laughs> and picked everything out for the house just with this <laughs> two Just times. knocked it out. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. And looking back, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe we did that. <laughs> That's probably but, what I would do if I wasn't in design. I would just want to get it done. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the house was like up and built within eight months. You know? Wow. Okay. Like they just banged it out. It was crazy. So, so that was our first experience with building a house was with Ivory Homes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, gosh, we lived in that house for a long time, like seven years. We were in, in that house. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, during that time, my husband's business just kept growing and growing and getting bigger and bigger. And, um, you know, it came to a point where we were kind of like, you know, let's do something fun. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, what's something weird and crazy we could do? And um, Good for you. Not everybody would think that way. They just play it safe, stay in the yeah. house, like. Yeah, I know, but you know what? We were just young and and feeling free, and so actually we thought about moving back to California. So we went back to the Bay Area where my husband grew up, and um, the main reason is because he is a sports fanatic, and he wanted to live closer to, you know, a lot of big sports teams. And oh, yeah. so we wanted to kind of go back to San Francisco because, you know, we love the 49ers and we love the Giants and the past, like, we just loved it all. And so we were really, we went, we flew to California and over a couple of days, we looked at tons of houses in the Bay Area. And I mean, that's when I really kind of fell in love with architecture and oh, design okay. and house builds and because walking through all those houses I was just I was amazed you know and you could really feel each house it was the energy and the vibe and and um gosh it was just so interesting you know what I mean yeah were they all like, custom homes or just they, different they styles much, or? yeah different styles like they really were all custom homes and um amazing houses they were just incredible houses in the bay area and i just fell in love with homes <laughs> that's where it all started i just loved it like if i could just go through people's houses all the time i would like that's, I love it. I think that's why a lot of designers become designers, so they can just be in a lot of different homes. <laughs> yeah, I it's, think you're right. It's just, it's really addicting. Yeah. <laughs> it's so well, fun. It's, it's cool how each house has its own personality, like you were saying. It, you can feel yeah. something different. You know, even yeah, if it's totally sort right. of the same layout, it, each one can be totally yeah. different. I love that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so um, we went back to Utah. And then we actually found a house that we really loved in the Bay Area, and we put an offer on it. Um, okay, oh, wow. while all this is happening, my husband's friend said, oh, man, you have to come look at this property that I found while I was hiking. <laughs> he went up, yeah, he went up Purple Canyon and then up South Fork and came across this huge property. And so um, my husband and his friend went up to the property and my husband was like, no, you know what? I don't you remember I found this property a few years ago and really? I showed it to you. Yes. And so I guess a few years before that, for some reason, my husband was just looking around, you know, land in Utah and real estate and came across this property and had shown that friend 
And then that friend years later took him back to the property. And then it oh my was gosh. Just like, yes, it was like this kind of like whole circle thing of, you know, we've already like been here before and my husband had already fallen in love with the property, but, you know, really <laughs> forgot about it. I know. <laughs> well, it's, and, and it's yeah. tucked back and up. So, though. Like, you wouldn't ever know it's there unless you went up that South Fork Canyon. So that's really interesting. It's the same place. No, I know. And it's true. It's a completely secluded area. Yeah. You would never, ever know it was up there. Yeah, and you can't even so, hear anything um, else when you're on the property. It's just that property oh is its gosh, own thing. Even, yeah, even when you go up South Fork, you would never know that that property was there. Like, you can't see it from the road. You can't see it from anywhere driving. It's just, it's like a secret little area. I love it. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so then once my husband went up there again, he kind of just like fell in love with it. Like, but in the meantime, I'm still at home. We had two kids at the time and I'm just thinking, we're moving to California, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, well, you got an offer in on the house. and Yeah, we had an offer in. My mindset is we are on our way to California. Um, so anyway, uh, about a week later, my husband, Garrett, said um, he came to me one day and was like, you know what? I, I want to show you this property. It's up Provo Canyon, and I just want to show it to you. I just want you to feel it out. And so I was just like, okay, you know, let's go up there. So we took the kids, we went up there, and, you know, there was no road up to the house or anything. We had to oh my gosh. hike up a mountain. That's yeah, a long drive. I mean, there was nothing. Yeah. You know, let alone <laughs> so, a hike. <laughs> yeah. And so we're really just hiking through the bush and, and trying to get up to this property. And we got up there, and... I honestly, like, the the views took my breath away. It was gorgeous. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and we were up there for a long time just walking around the property, and the kids were just running around. Like, it, it was just, at the time, just this huge field of grass, and it was, it was just incredible. And, um, you know, my husband was like, what do you think? Do you like it? And I was like, I love it. And he said, okay, <laughs> wow. good, because I bought it. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, No what? way. <laughs> yes. And I, he said, I bought it. And I, I, I mean, I was just like, what about California? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what, wait, what, uh, you know, and he was like, I, I just bought it. And oh so, my gosh, he held you know, that in the whole hike until you got there. Yes. I mean, he held in, I, <laughs> I, I had no idea. And so I really, in that moment, I just had to switch my entire thinking, my entire, you know, future that I had been planning in California. And I just was like, okay. Well, what do we do now? Wow. That's yeah. a complete 180. Like I know. And then some. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. Yes, you're right. Like it was crazy. Oh my gosh. So you already had a house in mind and Oh yeah. Could, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm the type I of person thought... that just I have to picture myself in a place, so you probably pictured yourself there where all your stuff goes yeah. and then you're just looking at this blank property. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. So Good for was, you. I know. It was crazy. But you know what? I do have to say this was this was not something like rare in my marriage. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, so. had he done things like this before? <laughs> yes. Is he a risk yes. taker? So. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I mean my husband is definitely he thinks he thinks differently than anyone I've ever met. So I've really learned how to just go with the flow. And 
I don't know if it's just my personality, but I can't. I can just like I'm I'm really easygoing. I I love new things and experiences. So I think Garrett and I really work well because he is so spontaneous with his thinking and with his choices. And I've really just kind of had to take it like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys make a good team. So how did you guys get started with the design? Did you go to a certain builder first or an architect first? Um, yeah. So what happened was the realtor who helped my husband with the property, his name was Mark Magleby. And he was the one who set us up with his family. He let my husband know, hey, my family has this building company here in Utah. It's like they're one of the best builders and they're great. They could really help you get started with the project because, I mean, we had no idea where to start or like where do we go from here. So he is one who set us up with. Um, Chad Malgleby, that's his brother, and um, we just met with them in their office in Lehigh, and that's where we started. They really just asked us, you know, what's your vision for the property? What do you guys want to do with this? And basically, we told them, we want to build the coolest house in Utah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, that's where we started. We just we just wanted to go all out. We wanted to build something awesome and amazing and cool and young and fun. And they really helped us just get started with it all. Nice. Did he take you on a tour of their office or like the whole manufacturing warehouse next door? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They I did. I love that so, place. Uh, Man, it was really surprising. I had no idea that the Maggleby's really do so much in-house. Yeah, you know? they like do a they, ton of they, stuff they, just yeah, by themselves. Yeah, they have that huge wood shop. Yeah. And so they took us on a tour. They told us everything they do. And it seriously was amazing. It just, like, blew our minds. It was so <laughs> cool. And it, I was going to say, maybe this is... Um, a question for later, but whether you answer it now or later, I was always wondering, did you guys nickname it the Hobbit house? Did you, <laughs> was that later after the design was done? Do you even like that nickname? <laughs> okay. It might be like, don't call my house the Hobbit house. But <laughs> no. Okay. It's... We love it because you are exactly right. It is like our inspiration is from, the Lord of the Rings. That is true. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like I don't know if that's what you're going for or if that's just people's yeah. impression and they put it online, but no, it's just funny no, that that pops is, up with your house. <laughs> I know. I know. And you know what? It's true. And okay. So when we first, well, when we chose our architect, Michael Upwall, um, he just spoke to us. We, the McElbees had set up a day where we interviewed like, 10 different architects in one day. It was, it was a lot to take in, but um, we met Michael Upwall in this meeting and it was magic from the first moment <laughs> we met him. It was like, we knew he was the one. We didn't even want to see any other architects because oh, wow. for some reason, I know it was just like, uh, he just, spoke to us because right when we sat down, it was like, we told him we want to create something just so different and architecturally stunning and just unique. And his eyes just lit up. Like it was, <laughs> he has wanted to hear this like his whole career. Yeah. So it was just like a mutual thing where we wanted to create something so cool. And then, um, so we, we chose him to be our architect. And then within our first meeting, Garrett and I had put together like two 
thousand images of houses and spaces and oh my gosh uh, i mean not even like <laughs> things that had to do with houses they were just like feelings you know and we brought him this binder of inspiration and in that binder we had like the hobbit houses we had images from lord of the rings we oh you did okay <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah that's so cool and he kind of was like yeah like okay we need a little more information about <laughs> like all the lore of the ring stuff and we were just like we love it we love the round openings we love the round um entrances and the kind of organic flow of the the houses and spaces we just loved it so much and that became the focus of our house wow. which is so crazy like to think of. but yeah, yeah of it totally images, was Lord. that's I a know. lot of work to put together that many images and like we'll oh have people gosh. come to us with binders like that or they'll do yeah. like a house file that they share with us and you know whether it's digital or physical they I love when clients come with that many ideas because it just shows that you're totally open. So it's, it's kind of cool that you guys yeah. landed on like the circular. It's so different. And I know. Yeah, it is so different. And I think that's why we, we all loved it so much is because it took everybody kind of out of their comfort zone of what they, <laughs> they were used to creating. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah boxes and squares and rectangles you know that's pretty much what houses are made of yeah but and it's really easy to do that along. with a modern house like oh we're oh, yeah, gonna make this totally. box and then this box and mm -hmm. put them in different yeah. positions and that's your house but yeah, yeah i didn't get that impression at all with your house so like it's so yeah it's such a different shape i tried mm -hmm. to explain it to people when i was trying to work on the interior design um, when I was on that design team, but it's mm -hmm. really hard to explain without starting with circles. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, well, it, you have this yeah. circular entry and all these circle windows and doors and people yeah. are like, they can't yeah. picture it. I love that people can't picture it until they see it. Until they see it. I know. And it's, and we had so many people also like when we were trying to explain it, they we're just like, really? You really <laughs> want to do that? You know? <laughs> you know, so many people just could not grasp the concept that you were having circular entrances, circular doors, circular. I, I mean, even our hallways were organic and moving. You know, it wasn't just yeah. a straight shot here. It wasn't just a straight line there. It was all organic movement and circular and curved and surprising and wandering. Yeah. And that's what we wanted. We wanted it to be an experience. We wanted it to be a place where you really didn't know what was coming next. <laughs> like, we just that's wanted a, it to be so That's exactly fun. my impression when I walked in the house. I was like, where do I go first? Like, yeah. You can't just understand it when you walk in the door. You're like okay, I have like 12 choices. Where do I go first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it's is really it is. fun. It's like, okay, yeah, you just kind of stand there for a second and you're just like, oh, okay, what now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I just, and I love that the house like really invites people to be curious and to wander around and discover. And that's what we really wanted with the house. It was it was so fun to design. It was just awesome. And I talked to you a little bit before about, um, like when I was looking at the site plan and there were all these arrows pointing to certain views and how mm -hmm. Michael Uckball was really good at framing views and focusing on that oh. and then kind of building a house around it. But oh my gosh! after yeah. you got the views, um, like which views you wanted to focus on and and really shine in the house like after that what did you design first was it like did it start with the main areas or did you want to start with your own room or 
Like there's, oh man. Or did you just make a God. huge list of stuff that you wanted to put in the house? That's it, kind of the hard point is just getting started. I know. Oh my gosh. It was the hardest part was getting started. But Michael Upwall just, he, he just knew what he was doing. And we had so many ideas as the clients and homeowners. And we really didn't know what to do with all of these ideas. And so we just, we would just fire them at Michael Upwall. Like, <laughs> we want this, we want that. We, we love this. And he was able to take all of our ideas, all of our visions, all of th- that binder full of thousands of images. And he created, he took it to the next level. You know what I mean? Okay. It was like, we, we had all these things and ideas floating around. He took it and put it on the paper, but then ex- it, it, it exploded, you know? It just <laughs> turned into something that we were just like, oh my gosh, we couldn't even believe what he came up with. And it was like exactly what we wanted and, and what we were thinking and feeling. And he could just somehow take what was in our minds and create it into something we could see. That was so amazing. And honestly, I I really don't know how he did it. It it just takes a special mind and person to do that, but he really did it. And I mean, at first when we were drawing the house out, (laughs) when we first met up with him after his initial drawing and he showed us what he came up with, Okay, keep in mind, we said we wanted to create the weirdest, coolest, (laughs) most fun house in Utah. Okay, the first drawing kind of looked like a Hobbit house ready to take off, like, on a UFO. Oh, my gosh. There were, like, metal beams just, like, sticking out of the house and things floating, like off the roof and it was just like in circles everywhere i mean it oh my gosh crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know we were just kind of staring at it like oh okay like what have you done <laughs> like yeah like oh my gosh uh, okay that is so funny you said that because i think chad Malley, he actually just sat there and was staring at it and was like Michael, what have you done? <laughs> he, actually, he actually said that. Oh my so, gosh. I, I mean, can picture Chad's yeah. face because he's very, he's very oh. knowledgeable, but he seems yeah. like really down to earth, very pragmatic. <laughs> and totally. I can see him just like, oh my gosh, I have to build this thing. <laughs> that would probably freak him out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it really did. And so. That's awesome. But man, we took. Yeah, but from that first image, that's when we were kind of like, okay, um, we need to, like, let's rein this in a little bit, you know, let's start from here. This is an amazing start point, and from there, we just refined, refined, refined until it was the house that we actually built that you can walk through today. That's so cool that you took something so bizarre or like out of the box and turned it into what you really wanted. Like, do you think, yeah, it sounds like it changed a lot. Do you think, um, you kept a lot of what was there at first or do you think everything changed? Um, you know what? We kept a lot of the curves, like, uh, yeah, a lot of the curving and, um, circles and odd shapes and, um, you know, even on the outside, you know, the library is this gorgeous shape that you really don't see in architecture these days. And, you know, we kept a lot of that same feeling. Um, and then we just refined it down to something that was a little bit more livable and, um, you know, a little bit more our style and what we saw for the house. 
And it took a while. It took a long time. But Michael Upwell was just so amazing at listening to us and and coming back every week with something that was just took our breath away. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's really an architect's job. I think a lot of people might think of architects as people who just draw things or people that just come up with ideas. But I think I always tell people, you know, my, my own clients, people that I work with that I think architects real job is just to generate a bunch of ideas, but then to really attach it to a person's life. And, you know, like you said, with the library, you're making it more livable. You're doing Mm -hmm. something that's like on your own scale and your scale is going to be different than your neighbors and, how you exactly. use a house is totally different from your neighbors. And um, I mean, if you yes. look at pictures of your house, you can say like, okay, that's totally designed for a certain family. <laughs> and this is how they're yeah. using the house. I don't think that, you know, anybody else would use the house the same way. And actually, totally. when I walked through the house for the first time, I didn't know how big your family was. I didn't know mm-hmm. if it was like a house that you built for your family and that could double as like a corporate mm-hmm. retreat if your husband yeah. was like hosting events there or something because it's so big and open <laughs> yeah. that yeah you could have a I ton know. of people there or it could just be for your family and it could just be yeah all these options of you know places to play and get together and mm-hmm. so I, I could see it a lot of different ways and it was kind of fun to see the house without knowing what your family was like <laughs> oh I but, bet oh my gosh yeah that would have been fun <laughs> but I was wondering, um, did you put anything in the house that, um, that was just for you or just for your husband, Garrett, or for your boys? Like, did they have wish list things or did you have wish list things that you really wanted to put in the house or was it like everybody wanted the same thing? Um, no, I mean, we, okay. We definitely did things just for us. My husband loves racquetball so we put a full-size racquetball court in the basement I mean I I've never played racquetball I I didn't oh, even really? know <laughs> yeah like I just I didn't know what it was but he we put a full-size racquetball court down there and because he loved it so much and also the golf simulator you know he played golf for years and years he loved golf so you know that was pretty much just for him And then we had two boys at the time when we first started building. We eventually had a third boy, but we just knew that having these boys, we were going to have, you know, tons of energy in the house, lots of running around. And so we wanted to create a space for our children that would, would grow with them. So that's where like the basketball court came in and the, three-story rock climbing wall and um, down in the basement you know where all those lights those little pin lights were coming through the floor yeah that was yeah that was going to be a huge arcade and so we really planned the house for a growing family I wanted it to be a place where my kids could bring their friends and that they would be welcome and I want it to be a place where everyone felt like they could just escape up there and have tons of fun (laughs) and like, you know, just play and run around and I could just let go. And, and it was just so fun to create all of that space for our family and friends and, and, we wanted that. We just wanted it to be a place of gathering and experienced. We just wanted people to come up there and have a good time. Nice. I'm really yeah. glad that's, that I'm glad you said that. Cause when I walked in the house the first time, um, it was really different from really nice houses that I'd been in before. I, I walk into nice houses all the time or I design nice houses all the time. And a lot of them feel like, okay, you can be in the entry um, or maybe you can venture into the kitchen or the living room, Mm -hmm. but you don't feel comfortable walking down the hallway to the bedrooms without their permission or something. And 
Yeah. I think yeah. even just the layout, um, I don't know if it's just because it's um, it's so curvy and there's like all these mm-hmm. fun, like the staircase is awesome. It's all curved and mm-hmm. there's windows that are on a curve. There's huge openings, mm-hmm. lots of light. I don't know. There's, I think everything about the house is really, really fun. And I never yeah. got the sense like, oh, I can't go in that room. I was always like, oh, I want to go check out that hallway. I want to see what's yeah. up there. <laughs> like, oh. I was like, <laughs> if uh, if it would have been appropriate in a work setting, I would have been running all around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have been sliding down the I hallway to your master bathroom or master suite. Oh. And like, I really oh, wanted to just gosh. run down yeah. that hallway to the master suite in my socks oh. and try to slide the whole thing. Like, it's... It was really fun, but of course I was like, you know, really professional when I walked in there, but that was in my head. Like, this place is a fun place to be. Oh, good. I'm so glad you felt that because that's exactly what we were trying to capture. And were there any spaces that, um, after they were built that you used differently than you thought you would, or did you just, was it just what you wanted? Um, man, it, I think it was really just what we wanted we uh, we really used the whole house and I think that was the most surprising to me because when we were building this house I thought you know we're never going to use all this space it's just a waste it's just it's so big (laughs) I don't know how we could ever use all this space but somehow we did we were we were in that house and living it and loving it and using it. And that's what I really was surprised about when we first moved in is we took advantage of every single space that we created. Nothing went to waste. It was always being used. I mean, like in the basement, you know, that kind of sunken area with the, there was a TV down there and there was a big, built-in couch and it was just so comfy and cozy yeah oh yeah um that was one space where I kind of thought like I could see us really never going down there but (laughs) yeah it's tucked away down there yeah it's tucked away it's dark it's it's oh but we were in there all the time it was just like when we were watching a show that was our space like we just wanted to be down there yes and then, I mean, the basketball court, we were in there all the time. The boys had so much fun swinging in the rock climbing wall. Like, <laughs> it was just, we were, oh, man. And then, you know, that loft. I, I don't know if you remember the loft that kind of, there's a ladder. Was that it the one above the above. boys' rooms? Or? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it like, connect the rooms, too? Yeah. Yeah, it connected the rooms. There was like a platform that looked out yeah. into each room, and oh, I, I almost love that didn't see it the too. first time. That was a really cool touch. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's kind of just tucked away up there, and it's surprising and fun. But we really used up the whole house. But I will say, we spent most of our time in the upstairs family room that's kind of connected to the kitchen. Yeah. And that's the area that we were in the most. We just gathered there as a family. And of course, the kitchen. We were just always in the kitchen. And it was just such a central place to meet and gather and be. And uh, I just loved it so much. I just love that house. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I loved it all. I loved the whole house. We really just... Every inch. I would just walk around it. I would just walk around the house every day and just be in awe. I, <laughs> it really just amazed me. <laughs> I could totally see that, yeah. Yeah, because when I told people, yeah, we're working on a 22,000 square foot house this week. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you can't. Like, I love pe- the look on people's faces when I would say that because they'd be I like, know. oh, that's, that's way too much. That's terrible. Why are they spending all their money on that? And then I'd show them pictures and they'd be like, oh, I want to live there. (laughs) But yeah, like the bedrooms, um, I was really surprised. I thought the bedrooms would be really blown out 
like these huge mm-hmm. oversized bedrooms or something to get up to that yeah. square footage, but it's mm-hmm. really, really comfortable everywhere you go. It's they're they're larger yeah. than a normal house, like an ivory homes, like mm-hmm. you talked about, but um, yeah, but it's really comfortable. Nothing. I can't think of a room that really felt oversized. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because there's a ton of circulation space where you're just walking down a hallway mm-hmm. or walking across you know, the landing that goes over the living room um, Mm -hmm. and all of that's counted in the square footage, but there's little places you can stop along the way and, you know, experience the house in different ways. Um, Exactly. And there's just, like you said, there's all these surprises. You always go down Mm -hmm. one area and there's something else to discover. And yeah, I think that's really hard to do um, and and not make the house look like it's it's trying too hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was a really cool house. I miss it all the time. And I'm just so glad that other people love it as much as I do. And as much as Garrett does, but and you're right. The, the square footage does seem overwhelming. Uh, and, but the actual living space, like the actual space for families and, bedrooms and stuff like that it it really wasn't too much I think the part of the house that really ate up all the square footage what they it was all the fun areas you know the basketball court racquetball court yeah climbing tower arcade theater I mean that ate up a lot of the square footage but once you're in those spaces it made sense it didn't seem too big for the house and the house didn't seem too big for the space it was just it all flowed together and it all just it came together so nicely and flowing and perfect I just I, I think I, I think it did a really good job like for the square footage and <laughs> and everything like that for the ceiling it was it was awesome it was great nice yeah I totally agree I think it's um you could look at it like a show house or something that you were just trying mm-hmm. to build to impress but i love mm-hmm. that when you're up there you can't see the neighbors you can't hear anybody else cuz you go up oh, that yeah. winding drive and it's um if you just look at a picture online or something you might mm-hmm. I, i've heard people say like oh they're just trying to show off or they're just trying to yeah um make the biggest house in utah to second a record uh-huh. or like <laughs> Yeah. Just, um, you know, for <laughs> the awards of it all or something, or the, uh, I know. you know, to get attention. But it's really cool when you get up there and you're not yeah. competing with anybody. And it's, it's just no, a home not at that all. was built totally for you guys. And I love that. I, yeah. I was hoping that was the case. So it's really cool to hear that that was, it's just for you. And it That's was. what you wanted. And yeah. you weren't trying to it, have the biggest house in the neighborhood or something. It was just no, for you. No, I mean, it's. If we wanted to show off or build this for other people, I mean, we would have built this on the side of the freeway or something, you right, know? Right, But it is completely private. You cannot even see it from from the road or anywhere. No one really even knows it's up there unless they're told. Yeah, you would and never know. I think, yeah, no. And we built it, well, first of all, we really didn't even know it was going to be that you know it's not like we started out the project thinking it was going to be this humongous (laughs) crazy house we wanted it to be unique and fun and and something for us but it, it just evolved into what it is and that was for no other reason other than we loved the project we loved the house we loved the people we were working with, and it was just so much fun <laughs> to do this house, you know, and it really was just for us. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it, it's totally private property. I mean, it's just, yeah, it was just for us. That's so cool. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. I always try to get people to, you know, get out of their own heads, don't compete mm-hmm. with anybody, and just do something for yeah. you. But when your house is next to somebody else's house, you, you start trying to make it fit in your head. And 
Yeah. So I'm always trying to push people to be like, no, just don't worry too much. I mean, if you're concerned about your neighbors, maybe think about their mm-hmm. feelings a little bit, but really mm-hmm. just do it for you. And so exactly. I'm I'm really happy that you guys just did what you wanted. <laughs> it's it turned yeah. out really awesome. Oh, You'd good. never get that house yeah. without just focusing on what you guys needed. Yeah. So Yeah. Oh good. And yeah, you're totally right. Just like yeah, I think people I, I really do think people need to be more creative with what they want in their own space and not be so concerned about what other people are saying, other people's opinions. Because believe me, we had so many opinions about our house. It's (laughs) crazy. It is so funny to go online and read some of the people's comments. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Laugh. I mean, because so many people are just so wrong about us or the house. But yeah, yeah, it's just first impressions and people making judgments too early. Yeah. 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 But I love, I love what you said about people. Yeah. Just, creating something for yourself. I love that. I, I think you're spot on with that. And I was going to see, I mean, obviously this house only really fits on that site. You'd have to totally change it mm-hmm. if you moved it to another site. But how is your family, how do you think your family has changed after moving out of that house, moving to Oahu? Has mm-hmm. anything changed about the way that you guys function or... Um, I mean, um, obviously, your you know, your life isn't tied to this house. It's it's part of your life, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, how has really your life is. changed? It's my baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Our lives haven't really changed because that's so cool. We moved up. We moved up there to be private, and then living here on this island, we're all alone. We moved here without friends or family, and so we still are really private over here and we naturally just picked a place that um it's a super like it's it's just really nobody even knows our street exists like even people who've lived here their whole lives yeah (laughs) so (laughs) naturally we just picked another place that was super private and um our neighborhood is just really like old and and quiet and so really not much has changed the only thing that has changed is now we're living in a house that was like it was built in 1940 or yeah like 1940 it's super old it needs so much work and you know it's not ours we don't really feel like it's ours and so Really, the only thing that's changed moving to Hawaii is, you know, just not feeling like we really own our space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. we already moved into a house that was here. It's existing. It's been here for almost 80 years. And so now we're just kind of working on making the house ours, making it feel like home. And that's exciting for us because obviously we love it so much. We've built two homes in the past, and so we really love creating spaces. We love creating something that is ours and unique and original, and we're really looking forward to doing that with the house that we're in now. Nice. I love that yeah. you didn't let the house overtake who you are, because I've seen people do yeah. that where it's their creation, and all of a sudden, like it's almost like the house becomes their identity and they kind of get lost in the design process and um Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to pull people out of that i i can't do that as an architect i can i can design with them and i can create this Mm -hmm. new life with them and plan for everything yeah you know i i don't have any influence on them after that (laughs) like right so i love that you guys are still the same people and you're still Mm -hmm. family people still having yeah. fun and uh yeah that it's not like oh we we miss that house and that's every day for you <laughs> or something like I love that I you're still know. having new adventures and and uh yeah. just keep doing your thing I know yeah we totally are and we're loving it <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> yeah 
Was there anything that you might do um, maybe to this house or if you were to build again that you would do differently or would you, um, would you want to go straight to a builder again or work with an architect or I don't know. Is there anything about the process that you might try or do differently? Yeah. So this is, we're actually stuck in that dilemma right now. So with our house, yeah, with our house we're living in, we have, it's kind of like the first time we were building. It's like, we have so many ideas. It's almost hard to grasp what we really want to do with the house because we have even, we've even thought about, let's just, let's just bulldoze the whole thing. Like, let's just (laughs) get rid of the whole thing. Let's start from scratch. But then we're like, no, we can't do that. We need to work with what we have. So we keep going back and forth. Like, well, if we do, if we have to knock out walls and bump this out and change that, we'll need an architect. But do we want to go that far? Uh, We just are, we really are stuck with what we want to do with this home. We have so many ideas. Um, we just love houses. We love creating houses. We love spaces. And so we want to create this house to be an amazing Hawaiian home. We just, we just need to like buckle down and really (laughs) like get our thoughts together and, you know, really start planning it. But that's where we're at right now with this house. Um, but ultimately I would love to buy a piece of property that is like right on the beach. I am talking like I want to walk out to sand. I want to be that close to the beach. Nice. And I want to build something that is just as unique as the house in Utah, but also completely different, you know, because in Utah, you can't really go too crazy with the style. It would just look way out of place in a place like Utah. But here in Hawaii, there are so many different like cultures and elements being drawn into the island. That's that true. We yeah. can really pull from, you know, um, Asian cultures, Hawaiian cultures. Yeah. We can pull from Mediterranean culture. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, it's all there. Different, yes, like we could really use a lot of different um, aspects of architecture and design for building a house here in Hawaii, and I find that so exciting. (laughs) Like, I want to build such a cool house here in in Hawaii, and. Uh, I hope one day that I can actually do that. But, you know, right now we're living in this house. Our kids are established in their schools. And so we just need to focus on what we're going to do with this house now. So, but I am excited. I hope in the future I get to build something totally fun and unique here in Hawaii. That's really cool. I think it's good to have goals like that just (laughs) so you don't, you know, you don't yeah. um, put anything that you're really dreaming about on the shelf too long. So, mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. cool. I'm I'm glad that you're loving it there. And yeah, a good time. we really are. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure it'll yeah. turn out awesome no matter what you do. Oh, I hope so. I hope, and I hope we get it started soon. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're eager to um, make this house ours. Nice. I think it's all in your attitude. Like if you kind of burn out and you're sick of it then the house tends to show it but if you're excited about it and you're playing with it and willing to take some risks then Mm -hmm. um, I think the house ends up looking more like the people that live in it when that happens when you're just taking risks and having fun and yeah doing it your way yeah I think that that's when it turns out the best you're totally right yeah oh I love that nice well Thank you so much for talking with me today. This has been really fun to hear more about you guys and about um, both the places, like Utah and Hawaii, how you guys are doing yeah. in both places. And um, it, yeah, it's always just, it's really fun to talk to you guys and hope that Garrett's oh, doing good. good. And Oh yeah, we're all doing great. Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity and for me to talk about the house and 
something I love so much. I was so passionate about it, and I'm proud of it. I just love it. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for also loving the house. It's, oh, of course. I, I, it's great to hear that other people love it just as much as me. So thank you. I'm so glad you liked it. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for episode 3, we're talking about April 15th, 2019, the devastating fire at Notre Dame. The Minutia Podcast is a production of Matt Black Records. Music and content written and produced by Scott Moses. Have a question for Scott or want to be featured on the show? Write in to the Minutia Podcast at Outlook.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Special thanks to our guests and their families. Live specific and stay tuned for scenes from the next episode. Sirens and shock swept through the heart of the French capital. Paris has lost a church. One of the world's most historic landmarks is burning. Notre Dame is not just a building, it's, it's the beating heart of Paris and seeing it like an open heart on the medical table, it's, it's heartbreaking. A devastating fire has swept through Notre Dame. These buildings, they mean so much more than just the structure and the the architecture. What we watched burning today was architecture of global importance. After flames toppled the steeple, French President Macron said, part of us is burning. More than 400 worked through the night to bring the flames under control. Around 20 entered the stone towers themselves where fires have broken out to stop them collapsing. Tonight, President Macron addressed the nation and vowed to restore the cathedral within five years. Words were hard to find last night, to describe this loss, to absorb this scene. What burned with Notre Dame, high above the Paris skyline, was 800 years of history. For some, the physical anchor of Paris the cultural soul of France.